So we're going to get started with Jessica and do my test, and I'm going to sort of be narrating <laughs> as we go along. So uh, we have this little kit here, and wiping off my uh, right-hand ring finger with a little alcohol, I guess, wipe, sterilizing wipe. Uh, sorry you can't see this. This is not TV, so I'm going to do the best I can to narrow it. Now there's a little thing that she's about to poke my finger with. One, two, three, little poke. Boom. I am bleeding tiny bit, just a little drop. Uh, she just wiped it again with a little sterilizer thing, and now she's putting this tiny little tube up against it, and it sucks the tiny little drop of blood into it. Really was just a tiny little poke. It didn't hurt at all. Am I bleeding enough? You're bleeding perfectly. Okay, good. So this is, again, this is very simple. Um, and now I'm just holding the piece of gauze on my finger. Looks like she's squeezing or letting the tube, putting the blood on a little testing strip that's right here in front of me. And then what's going to happen? Oh, I'm going to get a Band-Aid on my finger. And it is a, oh my gosh, is that... Who is this? Is that Speedy Gonzalez? <laughs> it's Speedy Gonzalez. I have a Speedy really? Gonzalez Band-Aid. Um, <laughs> so uh, my grandson's going to love that. If he knows who Speedy Gonzalez is, I'm not sure. Oh, there's well, there's all kinds of characters on this. I just happen to see Speedy Gonzalez, but there's some others. So, and then now she's putting a little drop of, what's that called? Chase Buffer. Chase Buffer. <laughs> move up through the test Okay, strip. to help the sample move into the test strip and setting a timer for 20 minutes which is how long it takes to get the results. So, and that's it. So, uh, that, so the, that part of the testing is done, and now we'll just wait uh, for the results to come in. Thank you, uh, Jessica. Can you tell us a little bit about what's going on with uh, HIV prevention here in Deschutes County? So I will add that uh, we're not just doing this work in Deschutes County, but also with our partners in this regional grant, Crook and Jefferson Counties. So we're very happy to be able to work throughout Central Oregon to do this work. So we received a really awesome grant from the state in partnership with End HIV Oregon, um, the mission of which is to end new HIV infections in Oregon. <laughs> yeah. Um, so through this grant, um, which focuses on early intervention services and outreach for HIV prevention, we have a few main goals, and we're really excited to have the grant. So we want to identify people in Central Oregon that don't know their HIV status, provide them with testing so they do know their status. And for people who test positive, we want to link them to HIV care and ensure that they are virally suppressed. And we'll talk a bit more about how treatment can be prevention later on. Okay, great. Um, and so... I mentioned that everybody has an HIV status. Can you talk a little bit about that? I mean, I'm assuming a lot of people may just be afraid to know what their status is. Right. Thanks for asking that, Bruce. So, yes, we all have an HIV status, and we want everyone to know what theirs is. So knowing your status isn't scary. So we know that testing is easy, free, and confidential, but still about 6 in 10 Oregonians have never been tested for HIV. And the CDC says everybody should get a test for HIV at least once, if not more frequently, if they have more risk. And knowing your HIV status can also help stop new transmissions. So I think a lot of people hear HIV and they think about when HIV first came around and it was basically a death sentence. We didn't know what it was or how to treat it. But there are medications available today that help people living with HIV live a long and healthy life 
And there's also medication available to keep partners who are HIV negative and um, have an HIV positive partner uh, safe. So pre-exposure prophylaxis, or PrEP, is a daily pill that's up to 92% effective at preventing HIV transmission through sex. So basically, there's a lot of exciting um, medication, treatment, services available that weren't there before that make it a lot less uh, scary to know your status. Okay. PrEP, um, and I'm not even going to try to say what it actually <laughs> Is that expensive, and, and are there are, is there assistance for folks to get it? Sure. So PrEP can be expensive, but it doesn't have to be expensive. So OHP covers it, um, which is really wonderful. It's very exciting. Uh, copay assistance programs are also available, and most health insurance plans do cover PrEP. For folks who are concerned about the cost of PrEP but want to get on PrEP, uh, we're working with HIV Alliance to provide PrEP navigation services throughout Central Oregon, and also Deschutes County Health Services can help out with that as well. And I'll provide some contact information at the end of the show. Does PrEP treat HIV in the person, or is it mainly to prevent transmission? So PrEP is pre-exposure prophylaxis. Oh, I see. Okay, I'm sorry. So, right. yeah, sorry, I didn't explain it well. No, that, so, no that's, that's okay. <laughs> yep, so um, it's a, a pill that you can take daily if you're at high risk for HIV infection. And that's something that you should speak with a provider about um, if you think that you might be at high risk and um, establish with them whether or not you're a good candidate. But again, it's a pill that you take every day in order to prevent transmission from occurring if you have a positive partner. Because I think you know where I'm going. I, I do know where you're going. And I think that you're going to U equals U, which we had, right. yeah, yes. we talked a little about it when we decided we were going to do this show together. And so U equals U, undetectable equals untransmissible. So this is going back to what I said at the beginning here, treatment adds prevention. So people who are living with HIV with an undetectable viral load which is um, which that happens through being on treatment and taking your treatment as prescribed, uh, they effectively have no risk of transmitting HIV to their sexual partners. So that's very exciting. And it also prevents uh, transmission from occurring from mother to child. So okay, oh wow, that's um, um, okay, that's good. So yeah, that that does help a little bit. So if, if it helps it a lot, helps a lot, right? If it's <laughs> yes. un, well, right. If it's yes. undetectable, then, then then there's no chance of transmission. It's come a long way. I mean, I mentioned that at the beginning, but the the whole treatment and prevention is a completely different thing than it was in the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. It is, yes. Uh, let's, we have our, looking at our little timer here, I, if, you, if you hadn't tuned in, I had a uh, uh, HIV test started on me, the little finger prick and the blood is in the testing strip, and there's about four minutes left. So I guess the, the question I would have is, what happens if my result is HIV positive? Great question. So, Bruce, if you test positive for HIV, you'll get support to help navigate the process of getting into HIV case management services if you choose to, finding a provider who specializes in HIV treatment and care, as well as confidential partner notification services, which actually are anonymous for you. Your information wouldn't be given out to any of your partners, so that's a way to let them know that they may have been exposed to HIV without revealing your identity, as well as other services and uh, resources to link you up to whatever care or other support services that you might need. And the 
the lives of people who are who are uh, diagnosed as HIV positive is, is a lot different, right? Than it than it was. It, I yes. keep going back to the eighties because I was, you know, I was in my early twenties, early to mid twenties when all of that happened. So uh, it was a real, it was a really big thing. But so yeah. Yes, absolutely. So, um, so again, uh, people are really living long, healthy lives. When they are on treatment, they take their medication as prescribed, and they achieve viral suppression. Right. So, it's a good time, um, and we're we're coming a long way, and we'll continue to go a long way with uh, what treatment is available and um, and how to improve the quality of life for people living with HIV. So there's kind of just I'm gathering from looking there's there's kind of a circle I would call it um a positive circle with the relationship between treatment and prevention. Is that is that fair to say? I mean Absolutely. So today we're looking at treatment as prevention. Um, Again, it's a way to take someone who has an HIV positive status and make it so that that person can love without fear, for one, and um, and, and just so that they cannot transmit uh, HIV to other people. So... So we really want to ensure that everybody knows their status, right? So I think this is what you're talking about. So um, by testing people who don't know their status, we can identify folks who may be a good candidate for PrEP if they're currently HIV negative and um, have some high-risk behaviors. And then we can identify people with a positive HIV status and ensure that they're linked to care and hopefully achieve viral suppression. Okay, great. Um, and so what about... Um if, if someone is at or if I'm at high risk for HIV, how can I protect myself? Some really standard ways to protect yourself from acquiring HIV would be to use condoms. And um, if you are at very high risk, combine condom use with using the pre-exposure prophylaxis or PrEP that we talked about. Also, having another STD infection, a co-infection, puts you at a higher risk for acquiring HIV especially if you have an infection that maybe um, leads to having some sores. So we like to say open sores equal open doors. So um, getting regularly screened for other STDs um, is also a very important part of HIV prevention. And then just knowing your HIV status and talking about testing with your partners is another great way to keep yourself and your community safe um, and prevent. Uh, folks from acquiring HIV. Uh, Again, if you feel that you have a lot of risk, get on a testing schedule. Uh, Get tested often, up to every three months or so. And you should talk to your healthcare provider or you can give us a call at Deschutes County Health Services to talk about what testing schedule might be appropriate um, given your risk. Okay, so we have a beeper going off, which Uh means it's possible that my, uh, my status is ready <laughs> the, the timer and so we're going to find out and as as i mentioned at the beginning just because these are confidential and i really want to model that I, i'm not going to disclose my status no matter what what the result is but i will know um and and it's a good thing it's really definitely a good thing uh for me to know this okay do we know maybe you can give so, me a hand signal <laughs> so <laughs> so i we, don't know we do have your results ready and because we're on the air i'm going to read your test and when we come uh, conclude the show. We'll talk about your results. Okay. 
My test is red. Your test is red, and we will talk about I it. I will know my status uh, once we go up the air. That's a good point that we can't really talk about mm-hmm. it right now because we're talking to all of Central Oregon uh, mm-hmm. in, in, in addition to you. Finding out my status was definitely quick and easy. Um, I mean, I'll know in a, in a few minutes. Um, so what can people do if they if they want to find out? I mean, obviously today people can go to the Deschutes Historical Museum parking lot to get tested. But but beyond that, how what can people do if they want to find out more information um, about all of the services that uh, you're providing? Sure. So anybody can ask their provider for an HIV test, and I encourage folks to do that. Other options include visiting Deschutes.org slash HIV testing, and you can view the testing schedule for our, our mobile testing unit. We're going to different venues all around Central Oregon, and you can see where we're going to be um, and come join us on the van. Even if you just have questions and want to sit down and talk about HIV prevention, um, or testing, come visit us on the van and we can have that conversation and maybe get you a test if you're ready to learn your status. Okay. And if people uh, get uh, a test through their uh, medical healthcare provider, uh, are those free or is there a charge for those? So that would depend on an individual's insurance coverage. Any testing that you get with us on the mobile testing unit, the the van, you can absolutely count on that being a free and confidential test. Uh, we don't even ask about insurance, but you'd have to speak with your provider office about specific coverage. I will say that most insurance plans cover it at least annually, if not more frequently, um, based on risk and if your provider deems it necessary. Is there anything else that uh, that you would like people to know about? I know that's a really broad and open <laughs> question, but but uh, yeah. you know sometimes I, we we know we miss something in and going through. Anything else you think that would be important for folks to know? Um, so since it seems like we have a couple of extra minutes here to talk about this, I think um, I'll add on that in, a dis- in addition to the post-exposure prophylaxis prep, there's also PEP, which is, um, or I'm sorry, I said it backward, the pre-exposure. <laughs> okay. Now I'm going to talk about PEP, the post-exposure prophylaxis. So um, PEP uh, is a medication that you can take if you believe that you've had an exposure to HIV to help prevent um, that infection from establishing itself. So um, it's most effective when taken immediately after the exposure, but can work for up to three days after the potential exposure occurred. So if you had a partner who you don't know their status, or maybe you do, and the condom broke or something happened and you're concerned about exposure, you can give us a call at Deschutes County Health Services, or you can pop into the emergency room and talk to them about getting... And that will help um, help with the... Uh reduce the chance of, of actually developing HIV? Is that the idea? Uh, the chance of acquiring HIV. Okay, okay. Yep. acquiring. Okay. Yep, okay. absolutely. Okay. So it has to be taken within 72 hours, um, and the sooner the better. So um, if, you, if you think that you've been exposed, make sure that you are asking about PEP. And if you are concerned that you might be exposed, <laughs> consider mm-hmm. PrEP. <laughs> okay, all right. So PrEP is, is before exposure and PAP is... PAP. P-A-P or P-E-P? P-E-P. P-E-P, okay. All right, P-E-P um, is for um, after exposure. Jessica uh, Terpstra from Chiefs County, thank you very much for joining us mm-hmm. and talking about this very important issue. Thank you, Bruce.
You've been listening to a KPOV Critical Conversation. To hear more engaging interviews on important topics, please visit kpov.org slash critical dash conversations.